0: Welcome back to Silo by Story Archives, the official number one Silo podcast in the world. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside...
1: Zachary Newton, your other host. Welcome.
0: Zach, we just finished watching episode four, or at least I did. I think you watched yours last night.
1: I did watch it last night, yeah.
0: got my cup, my Cocopelli mug, full (laughs) of, for all of you out there in Arizona, in the four... What'd you call that area? The four four
1: corners? Four corners, I think is what I read, yeah.
0: Got my mug that I bought in the middle of the navajo reservation i think that's what it was and um ready to go man i'm jacked up jacked up on caffeine and and on silo
1: theories i'm i'm on my way to get jacked up with uh some caffeine
0: all right look i want to start the show first and foremost we're going to start off the instant reaction this week going through our mailbag which we have a pretty hefty mailbag this week and i was talking to zach off air uh before we hit record this morning and uh We were talking about potentially doing, if we start to see an influx of pretty much the amount of email we got this week was enough Mm -hmm. to do a separate episode on, maybe like a little mini 20, 30 minute episode, but um, we could address a lot of these theories now, do some shout outs to those. Uh, We really appreciate all of the theories we're getting in (laughs) there. They're pretty awesome. I'm going to go and respond to each of these emails over the weekend, Um, but we appreciate you guys engaging with us. And also wanted to give a very special shout out. This was, this came out of nowhere, and you have to understand our background as as podcasting. Me and Zach started podcasting um, like about three three years, three, ago. Three years ago, really. Yeah. Um, and we took this. I mean, we we always try to do things to the best that we can possibly do them. So the goal was always to to get to a place like this, but. We've never actually gotten any sort of monetary support from a supporter. And we just got a surprise uh, subscription. This is my first time doing a shout out for someone who's actually done this. But uh, Linder Metz, you are our first fan email, I believe, if not close to it. Uh, Zach, you can verify that while I'm talking about, about them. And they've also decided to give to the podcast and actually subscribe and support the show. We really appreciate that. You absolutely did not have to do that, and it means even more that you decided to take your hard-earned money and to support a show, because at the end of the day, the way we see it is we serve you guys. We're here to entertain and to talk about shows that we like, and we hope it resonates with you out there who are listening, and we hope it you know, gives you something to look forward to throughout the week, and uh, we look forward to you guys joining us on this journey, and hopefully one day you guys can call in and actually be guests on the show to talk about things you want to like but if you ever have any shows you want us to discuss or any suggestions out there consider this an open dialogue back and forth you know how to reach us at contact soapbox.house. and linder we plan on doing something special for you at the very least having some sort of support some supporters um <laughs> club you are our official first supporter who's ever given to the show and supporting the production of it and it means the world to me it means the world to zach uh, Zach's a little colder than I am but oh uh, come on
1: no <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about it last night and it, it's it was it was super exciting yeah. to see that come through honestly yeah, thank
0: Appreciate you so much it. Linda. once again so shout out there let's get into the mailbag let's get into some theories I'm trying to pull them up in order so we'll start with and ladies and gents if you email us and you don't want us to use your real name out loud on these pods let us know and we will not we will just use your first name or something but for now since nobody's told us not to we will use your first and last names. So we got an email uh, four days ago from Scott Ornett, and let's talk, I'm gonna read out his email, his theories. and um I haven't <laughs> I haven't uh, filtered through any of these yet, so hopefully there's nothing, <laughs> uh, whatever. let's just read them. All right, from Scott, here's my theories regarding the steam and outside. And by the way, y'all, we're going to do the mailbag because a lot of these have to do with episode three, so we want to tackle these now before we get into episode four. Absolutely. So Scott, here's my theories regarding the steam and outside. The steam. I believe the founders opened up a geothermal vent that naturally vents hot steam from subterranean water heated by magma. The steam would be naturally continuous without any maintenance needed for the several hundred years it's been powering the generator turbine. The reason they only had 30 minutes was because the steam pressure builds up from capping it and is going to overheat and blow the vent. Unfortunately, the founders forgot to install a bypass vent to allow for turbine maintenance. Parentheses, bad plot hole. <laughs> I completely
1: agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> it seems I like a very bad oversight.
0: I, yeah, Scott and I agree too because I did say like, how are you going to make the bypass not have like a, a fail safe or like something that mm-hmm. like, how is it going to create a second problem for you? Exactly. All right. Scott's theory on the outside. I think the outside is what is shown on the main screens. Okay. So, the gray area. Mm -hmm. We know you're wrong about... Well, actually, we don't know if you're wrong about that yet. Yeah, you don't know. What I think is happening is the face screens... Actually, no, we do know he's wrong about that. And I'll explain in a second. Okay. I think the outside is what is shown on the main screens. What I think is happening is the face screens on the suit helmets are being manipulated to make the cleaners think it's okay outside and then want to clean... Oh, no, he may still be right. So clean the lens to prove it to to the silo dwellers. When the sheriff took his helmet off, you notice they didn't show his POV at that moment, and he quickly succumbed to the environment. I think there's an engineered virus or nanobots are out there and just may only be around the silo, which seems to be a depressed crater. Maybe over the ridge, the conditions might be normal. When the power went out, the fake image of greenery may have mistakenly been shown on the main screens. Okay, so first and foremost, Scott might work for judicial because these are all very <laughs> judicially sounding uh, answers to our theories here because that's very convenient, right? Oh, we showed you the fake image on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like our Microsoft, you know, 98 yeah, screensaver screen that popped up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wallpaper,
1: yeah. He seems to, Scott
0: seems to be in line with your theories. Yeah, that, he that the, sounds that very in line with
1: my theory i uh i appreciate it i i still think that uh, to some degree I, I am right i think that there is a screen inside of their suit and mm-hmm. I, i'll i'll just i'll die on that hill why not you're gonna I die just, on that just hill, just like holston like yeah. holston. <laughs> all
0: right i think you're both wrong i'm looking forward to my my extra bottle of whiskey after i've won the previous <laughs> bet as well and i think that it is green outside and we'll find out but okay on to the next email let's minimize some of these so i can get them in order we have dan Floden from sweden okay let me know if i'm pronouncing that right too as far as i know it's right Uh, all right hello thank you for a great podcast found the pod this weekend and been catching up since a question how come you are 100 percent sure the world outside is green okay i'm being attacked this is this is is you (laughs) which 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 screen is the modified one in episode two or one You voiced the idea that the screen of the cleaner was manipulated to look green rather than the other way around. But that theory was disregarded for no apparent reason. So that's Zach's theory. Why? In episode one, you saw the birds on the hard drive. Then the birds appeared at the same exact spot when Holston went outside. Coincidence? I don't think so. So this is two for your theory, Zach, on... The screen's on the inside of the helmet being manipulated. I, and then, I agree. <laughs> okay. And then I got some uh, some flack on my comment about how many cops I'd have per level. Uh, he put in the previous episode, if you guys haven't caught up, and a comment, a 1,000 cops per floor? That's a lot. The U.S. have 300, per 100, 300 cops per 100,000. It's not doing us a lot of good, Dan. I think if we upped our cop situation in the U.S., we might be doing a little better um they they don't get paid very well
1: percent 10 percent of your population as officers is not going to be good oh yeah i said the
0: military yeah i said a thousand out of ten thousand people okay that's right so he said 300 for one hundred thousand. yeah yeah well i didn't say that we were gonna run this like a loose ship dan this is gonna be this is not as the governor from walking dead would say this is not a democracy you know this is (laughs) this is um whatever the silo has to be to be safe right as Mm -hmm. uh as Sim says in this episode, he says, "For the good of the silo." Okay, on to the next one. Oh, we just have a little comment. Uh, Dave Fitzgerald. Yeah, we we like your pseudonym. We like your pseudonym. We we approve. We think Fitzgerald is a really cool name. Dave, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for thanks for writing in again. Okay, let me close that one out. We got
1: Bruce. Krell. We have two
0: emails from Bruce Krell. Okay. Hi guys, is there an anesthetic gas in the white outside suit, or is it cyanide gas in the backpack? How many suits and helmets could they have in those boxes for the population of the silo? That was a Zach question. Talk about the people's reaction. Like, talking about the people's reaction in the cafeteria to seeing the green outside, albeit a brief one-second glimpse when the silo power came back on. There was one guy they showed his reaction, and there were some gas from the group in the caf- cafeteria when the screen reset. I did not catch that there were any sort of reactions to the to what was shown on screen. Mm. However, in this episode, episode four, there's a guy who's sitting in the cafeteria the entire time, a mystery guy. Yeah. And they don't introduce who he is, although he looks like he could be George Wilkins' brother or something, to be honest with you. Um, I have a feeling that that guy will talk about him more. I have a feeling he he he's part of that faction we haven't been introduced to yet. Okay. Which might be the rebels or the wa- the wanderers, mm. right? And then, okay, I like this. Bruce talks about what I was talking about, which was the insane strength that it would require to climb the rope that Juliet climbs in episode three, <laughs> I think episode three, yeah. beginning of it.
1: Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think yeah, it's three. episode three.
0: Bruce goes to truly get an idea of what strength it takes to climb a rope (parentheses 100 feet). Watch actor Chris Hemsworth from Thor in uh, Disney Plus' new series, Limitless, on season one, episode four, and then compare Julia's climb down, hold it up that rope. Dead. Good luck. <laughs> I agree. That, that I mean, just watch any sort of, I mean, there's a South Korean show that came out called like Physical 100 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they have the strongest people from South Korea just holding on to a rope, like just holding on. And it's, it, unless you're a professional climber, good luck and juliet from i mean she doesn't know how to swim
1: Uh, well she doesn't even know swimming's a thing so in her mind it's just instant death and last we have an email from dave falcone hello mario and
0: zachary great pod thank you i too was surprised by the reaction in the cafeteria at the flash frame of greenery and blue sky outside if i lived in a silo my whole life i would probably question what my eyes just saw (laughs) or be afraid to say anything I have a theory that it isn't the outside that is toxic, but they poison their all right, so one for me. But they poison their environment suits they wear when they go outside to clean. So the air they're breathing inside their suit is poison. The sheriff took his helmet off, but not until it was too late. I have not read the books or know any of the canon behind the story. Keep up the great work. I look forward to the next pod. Thanks, Dave, from Boise. Thank okay. you. So Dave agrees with uh, with what I think, which is the suit is what's poisoning them. By the way. We don't know if holston is dead we in in, in show business if you don't see a body in a dead pulse like we know mary johns is dead yeah but we do not know if holston and allison are dead because we have not seen their bodies their lifeless bodies so all right zach any last comments on the emails before we get
1: into the instant reaction i think that's two for me and and one for you so thank you for everybody that that is uh sending these emails and i really Really appreciate it. I, I enjoy reading these. And I know Mario does as well. So keep them coming.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the instant reaction.
1: All right, let's do it. Well, you just had a was uh, it a, a near perfect uh, pivot into the beginning of the episode here, talking about Mary Johns. Yes, pretty much near perfect. Uh,
0: <laughs> I want to just make a comment about the silo main music theme at this point. Yeah, it feels already classic and familiar to me. It, like by the end of the first episode, I felt this way and I had written it in every single one of my notes for every episode past that. And I have just failed to mention it in the podcast. And I don't know if it's because it's a reused track from like Westworld, mm. but if it's original, they the composer hit it out of the park. All right. Episode four. We get a little bit of flashback of Juliet's life because uh, the doctor did allude to some traumatic experiences that occurred um, in their fa- in his family's life. And we still don't know what occurred and what happened to Juliet's mother and brother. However, we can assume that they're both dead or had to go outside or something occurred to a degree that they're no longer with us. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't get into those details yet in episode four. But we do pick up, and this whole episode is pretty much um, giving us background on Juliet while pushing us forward into her story as, as being just... Uh, sworn in not sworn in but just being promoted to sheriff
1: yeah now um, this this episode really just hits us with a lot in the first five minutes i i sent you a message i'm just like wow okay um i had no idea she had a brother i'm i would that
0: that blew me away i thought it was a mother also because there's not many people in this silo that seems to have two children
1: that is true. I don't think I've seen that. And I mean, again, it seems very unlikely that that you you could, right? Again, it's what is it two? Well, no, I, I suppose you could. It, it's two hundred and fifty babies a year out of ten thousand. You know, I can when, see that when maybe the lottery around. twice, yeah. yeah. But still, still, I, I imagine it would be be somewhat rare. Yeah. When when I first saw it, I thought I thought she was Juliet was helping her dad um with a patient and then we find out that oh yes. no that's that's a brother yes. and her mother he seemed very ill i don't know from what i don't it think looks like this is asthma a surprise. or something like that i mean it, it, he's kind of joking around with it so i don't know if if this is like a frequent thing with him mm-hmm. or not but yeah. uh, the mother seemed perfectly healthy so i'm i'm really curious to find out what happened to her
0: if I could have a reckless fan theory, I'm wondering if it does have something to do with the quality of air he's breathing. And maybe the mom became maybe obsessed with that and says maybe his only hope
1: is to go outside. And she, I I had almost thought for some reason, I don't know why, I, the idea that popped in my mind was that they both went outside together. Yes, and that's what that I thought. Juliet's dad just let them. And maybe that's why she blames her father. Maybe. I, I don't know if that's the case or not, but. If I had to guess about what happened, that would probably be what I I would put my money on at this point. Um, We'll we'll find out.
0: The opening scene after that is we get the confirmation that Mayor Johns is dead. Uh, Marnes is devastated. His whole character arc in this episode is one of somebody who's in mourning, realizing that he's not going to have peace in this life. Mm -hmm. The love that he was hoping for in his twilight years is beyond him at this point is dead. So he doesn't really know how much he has in common with Juliet, but I think Juliet picks up on it later when she sees the drawing of, of the mayor on his wall, which is that they, they both have one thing in common. This silo, both of their lovers have been killed. Yeah. That's pretty much confirmed in that sense. Um, I found it interesting in this episode because, I mean, how do I express this? Juliet, the people she's dealing with in this episode, everyone who's nice to her in this episode should not be trusted. And everybody who's mean to her in this episode should be trusted. So, in other words, Bernard and Sims are acting like if you ever had a job and you know somebody's a snake yeah. and they're just being very nice to you, to your face, but you know, like, it's not that they're ever going to show that they're, that they're rearing some some venomous fangs behind mm-hmm. that smile, but Bernard is that type where... he's using you to get to the point where he's going to throw you off the railing in that sense. Like the moment he can, he's going to. Because everything in this episode is nice and you think, oh, Bernard's nice. You know, he invited her up here due to the circumstance. So, he's he's bringing her in and maybe Bernard's not a bad guy. And oh, Sims, I guess he just cares about the silo. And then, oh, yeah, Sims is going to visit Marnes later and say, hey, we have a plan to get her out of here. And then, oh, by the way, we're going to send like an assassin to your <laughs> apartment if you don't comply. So, everything happening that's all friendly is this whole poli- – I, I always got to pivot to Game of Thrones because we're getting into like pol- pol- political type scenarios, political intrigue scenarios. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of power dynamics going on in this uh, in this silo. And we don't know who's on whose side at this point. Um yeah, I but, wasn't
1: quite sure how to read that niceness from uh Bernard and Sims. It was it was for a moment kind of like refreshing like, oh, okay. But I I, I don't know. There, there's I there's just something going on. They they've established them as as shady people too much over the past two episodes.
0: Yeah, and Ju- I think you know how Juliet's reading it because there's a moment where Bernard's talking to her and his audio kind of is like pushed out a little bit where you, he's kind of you can't really make out what he's saying because the mm. camera pans to her looking at Marnes mourning over Johns' death. Yeah. Because Sims and, and Bernard are not even mourning at all. Yeah. At all. They don't they don't seem emotional at all it's about all her business. being killed. Exactly. Uh we also did get confirmation that it was poisoned in the water bottle. At least that's what Marnes thinks. And yeah. I had mentioned in the previous on the deep dive episode for episode three, in the books they mention how Marnes is not letting her drink, like he's not drinking his water so that he can save his water for her. Mm. to help her because it's a tough journey to go down yeah they don't really mention that in the show unless i missed it but um he mentions that he he wasn't drinking from her bottle because it had a leak in it yeah so i'm you know it was he they did kind of cover that up
1: i'm i'm assuming that you know he's not drinking his water because She's going to need it more than more than him. And yeah, they're, they're, they did mention there was a leak in it. He, I, he also I,
0: mentioned the it, way they walk down, that it's easier to grab your partner's water bottle from, yeah, from their yeah. back than
1: it is. Yeah. Exactly. I did have uh, an idea that came to mind Regarding? in regards to the mayor's death and how she got poisoned Ooh. or maybe who poisoned her. Remember in the last episode, we saw this crazy old man walking down in the dark? You think it was him? I don't know, man. I don't, it it feels weird to me that they would drop character it's like the guy in the cafeteria like something's got to happen with it i think it's a deputy like a rogue deputy
0: a deputy who wants power and who judicial promise something to or something weird al like a judas type (laughs) for sure for sure yeah uh there's a really rude character sandy Uh, yeah sandy is her name uh, she's the deputy who's kind of in the dark. You can understand why she feels the way she feels, but she obviously hates Juliet, maybe because she's low-key racist against the down deep people.
1: Yeah, <clears throat>
0: She's like, what do you people even eat down there? I'm like, yeah, I love how Juliet, <laughs> Juliet gives it back to her because she could easily say, hey, I was Holston's pick and maybe that would ease things up. But she says, all right, I'm going to let you act like an idiot and I'm going to just kind of feed into your stuff and I'm going to let you know I'm your boss. Mm-hmm. So um, she, fe- she serves it back double, which I'm okay with because julia julia doesn't know who the hell's on her side and who's not everyone's an enemy up here at this point so she's trying to decipher who's who but to the point i made earlier in this episode whoever's mean to her in this episode is probably safe to trust yeah eventually
1: eventually yes i i I like her little comment back of what was it it was I eat the same thing you do, just with a little more salt. Yeah. Like, what else is there really to eat in this silo? I yeah. Mean, you have on. it was- one manufacturer of food. You have like what three identical cafeterias? I don't know how many cafeterias there are, but
0: yeah, it was. Undeserved. I imagine
1: they're all serving the same thing.
0: Undeserved rudeness. She's having a hard time adjusting to the, all the sudden changes. You can, you have to understand it from Sandy's perspective too. I guess she doesn't know if this if Juliet is like a judicial plant. Or mm-hmm. if, if she's somebody from the outside, all she knows is Holston's dead. Marnes, who she loves, is devastated. Mayor Johns has been seemingly killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now you got this new sheriff who, by the way, has zero job training. And she has to diffuse a few situations here because Marnes is off the rails in this entire episode. Oh, yeah. Which I don't – I <sighs> – I was, you know, I was kind of fortunate because I thought at certain moments in this episode that Marge was going to kill himself cause they really? on, yeah, well, because they kept on, yeah, because they even did a whole sequence
1: it with the with the whole punching bag thing. See, I I didn't think he was going to kill himself when he started rolling out the bag. I was like, he's making a punching bag. What do you want? I though, yeah, the rolling up the bag. I didn't know what that was for. When he did did the chair
0: and he stood on the chair and they showed the hook, hmm. then I was like is this guy really going to kill himself? Are we going to do this again? But I, He's too
1: angry to kill himself. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired of characters and shows killing themselves. You know, like it, that, why is that the, let's not a cheap put that out. everywhere, <laughs> you know? I'd rather have someone who's fighting their way out for the truth, you know? Let's not do this. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure the thought crossed his mind that he just wanted to die because he even kind of leans over the railing at some point, mm-hmm. which I, I think that's fine. I, I'm okay with that, but like- I'm, i was just relieved that he was just like let me punch the shit out of this bag instead of killing myself you know
1: yeah i i'd be really interested in seeing what his past was like because on the surface oh, yeah. over the last yeah. couple of, like he just seems like i mean to me he seems like a nice old guy um how is this guy not related to robert duvall in some way i don't know do you know who robert duvall is
0: i know the name i feel like it would be travesty if you didn't i feel like everyone in the audience might judge you if you don't know who Robert <laughs> Duval is.
1: I do. I do.
0: Tell me that Marnes is not Robert he, Duval's cousin he or younger look, brother.
1: He does look very similar, just a little younger. Yeah. I agree.
0: Okay. Juliet's going through her first day routine stuff as sheriff. She gets the apartment, she gets the office, all these sorts of things. And the whole episode, you're screaming at your screen like, Open the vent! Open the oh, yeah. vent. Uh, That's the rattling
1: there too. It's just like, ah, yeah. oh, come on, it's too obvious. We did get an email who asked about what
0: was in the vent. Well, we find out in this episode what's in it. We did not know in episodes one through three. We just could assume it had to do with whatever happened with Allison and George, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a comment on one of the uh, the episodes asking what. Holston was opening the vent for, I think, in episode one at the, at the beginning. Oh, yes. That's what it was. It yeah. was a
0: comment on the show. Somebody left it on the polls. Which, by the way, guys, we have on each of our episodes, we have a poll that says, what do you think about the episode? Feel free to put comments there or to email us. Uh, once again, contact Sobox.house. Absolutely. Uh, we see these flashbacks of a traumatic childhood. I, I'm not going to go ahead and say that Juliet's father is a bad father. I'm going to just say that he wasn't really prepared to father a child alone with the sudden death or disappearance or whatever happened to the mom and the brother. Maybe the mom went insane and because the brother died. I don't know. I don't Could know. be. Could be. Yeah.
1: I, I I, think that the going outside thing at this point makes more sense to me.
0: That's, I don't think they went outside. It's more of a, it's too much of a dramatic event in the silo. What was the name of the woman on the hard drive? Remember episode one when Alice is looking at the hard drive? It's the last file they look at. Oh, the cleaning? The cleaning. It was somebody's cleaning.
1: I have to look it up.
0: Was it Hannah Nichols?
1: I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Maybe if you can look that up in the yeah. ba- in the background while, while I continue here. Juliet dives into the whole repairing of everything and trying to avoid her present circumstances. Really, she's trying to get busy to, to forget. You know, she doesn't want to remember the pain and dwell on losing her mother and brother. So we see the father doing essentially the same thing. You know, he dives into his work double. Uh, this little girl, she's thirteen years old, and she's pretty much handling the entire aftermath. She's taking on the mother role, really. Uh, of the house. She took all of their belongings down to recycling to get rid of them and she lashes out. She's always been a strong character. It wasn't like she needed the event to become a strong character because she lets her father have it. She says, I shouldn't be doing this by myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, Sir Jorah Mormont's not having that. Um, You empathize more with Juliet's father in this episode more as well. He's somebody who just wants the best for his daughter. And I don't see him as a as a bad character at all. I think... Um,
1: no, I, I don't know if I would call him a bad character, but the, the perspective I have of him is that he's in a, in a way very weak. He doesn't seem to fight for Juliet in any way. And I have a feeling that's probably the same situation that happened with potentially his wife. And maybe that's why she blames him for what happened to her mother
0: yeah we don't know what what exactly he did because she mentions that it's his fault but we don't know if that's a child's accusation or whether that's actually reality i have a feeling it's more of a unfair accusation if i had to guess i i also can't picture her dad being the type of doctor as the birth control doctor Mm. i can't see him as being somebody
1: who's part of that ploy yeah
0: Okay. Any uh, news
1: on who, what name that was on the hard drive? Not yet. I'm I'm looking. It's hard to find. I nah, just apparently. forget it. We'll,
0: we'll talk about it. On, we'll, we'll bring that up we'll, on the deep dive. Yeah,
1: we'll look it up for the for the deep dive.
0: Deep dive on Sunday. Okay. Bernard visits Holston's old apartment, aka Juliet's new apartment. And I have a feeling. No, we're already there. We ha- I have a feeling that he's there to kind of suss things out, kind of see what she's up to. He also makes mention of maintenance coming in to check out what's going on with the vent, and part of me thinks that maintenance might be the department that bugs the apartments. Mm. He says you're going to make an enemy, but uh, if you're okay making an enemy, then uh, okay. I you can't trust Bernard at any cost at this point. That's my <laughs> instant reaction. He seems like a seems like a weasel.
1: I I agree. He clearly always has an angle i also don't like how like extra nice he's being to julia i don't after, like it after his just, attitude in the last uh just last be real. episode it just it rubs me wrong
0: yeah just be real
1: it's interesting to see that he it is second in line for the mayor
0: yeah according to the pact he is now the interim mayor which you think he's gonna run for re-election yeah i think so
1: who knows i also thought did you, did you know when when she, or see when she's getting sworn in right i think we commented about the fact that there's like no bible in this show at least that we're aware of but the pact sure looks like a bible
0: i want to say yeah they don't have the bible in this show no way uh because there would be mention of something they they talk about the founders like gods so i don't think yeah. that there's any any sort of old world religion in there by the way i couldn't trust an election if i lived in this silo because if IT controls the screens and all the information that goes in and out, mm-hmm. that means that every single mayor, single mayor that's elected is somebody that they are technically okay with. Well, like, what are the odds that they're going to allow a fair election in this silo if, the, if judicial wants a different person or if um, IT wants somebody else? Is it, I don't think that they're getting anybody that they don't want here. I but don't maybe f- the founders had that in mind. That's why it's so specific.
1: Yeah. yeah, I, I okay. could maybe see that being the case. But so. then again, we have Juliet here who's being sworn in. So, yeah, yeah, maybe I imagine I, that we maybe control like over the, this,
0: maybe the founders pact is like their it is their constitution in a way. So, it protects them. It, it protects a it future proofs mm-hmm. self-interest in the future where you have like these pseudo intelligence agencies and in, in the silo that have their. Preference of who they want in control, right? But mm-hmm. that may not be who the mayor or the people in the mids want in control, because the people seem to like Mayor Johns, right? Yeah. Um they also liked Holston though. Bernard said we knew Holston was gonna be a good pick. So at what point did the did the motivations in the angles misalign? You know, at what point did they kind of get crisscrossed? Because now it seems Judicial and IT want one thing, and the mayor's office wants something different.
1: Yeah. yeah. I do have the name.
0: Okay, what's the name?
1: It's Gene Cormody. That doesn't help. Carn- yeah, I know. It, it's not somebody that we know yet.
0: Maybe it's related to the cafeteria guy. That would be interesting. That would. Marnes in mourning. I think um, Marnes is coming to the decision because the the whole episode is really trying to collision course Marnes and, and Juliet together as allies to find the mm-hmm. truth. Right? They they both have lost their one person that they were living for really and, and enjoying life with, and they that's been robbed from them, taken from them, and now really all that's left is to find out why did they have to die, you know, and that's yeah. what it, it leads us to, and it also leads us to. I think Martin's coming to the conclusion, because he listens in on the radio call at the end, which you can kind of skip to that, of the radio call with Martha in mm-hmm. the in the repair shop that she that Juliet has on the bridge, which, by the way, is that radio open for all the deputies just to hear? That's that what I
1: was thinking, because they only seem to go on it late at night. I'm assuming, you know, everybody that kind of has a curfew. I don't... It, it looks like the sheriff's department, police department, whatever you want to call it, kind of shuts down at a certain time so maybe they just go on after they think it's dark and they haven't seen activity why they don't just kind of pick a different channel that nobody's on is beyond me no
0: idea but i think the point of it was marne's to hear juliet's heart yeah in a way uh to make up his mind about whether he should go down this road to trust her because he's given an option out when sims visits Sims wants to dethrone her from being sheriff. He says that Meadows has all the paperwork in line to get rid of this. Mm -hmm. And at that point, Martin's is like, nah, you know, he understands the politics. He may be a little bit unaware. Yeah. But he seems to understand, oh, okay, so you guys want to do this. That means we're definitely going to keep Juliet. And when he decides that, I don't think it's a coincidence that he returns back to his apartment and there's a uh jason bateman looking assassin Mm. in his apartment who i couldn't recognize that guy's face who came into his apartment to try to kill him
1: i didn't recognize it either i don't know if i was meant to um he was dressed in all black like somebody from judicial yeah but i I would also dress in all black if i was trying to kill someone too Um, not white it's interesting i didn't think about that being you know somebody from judicial after the conversation with Sims, I thought it was really just I guess the person trying to finish the job that screwed up and accidentally killed the mayor.
0: Oh, I'm making assumptions in terms of it being judicial at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, if I had to guess it to them, but it could be somebody he pissed off in the silo earlier too. I mean, Marnes was beating the crap out of anybody who could, he could get his hands on <laughs> yeah.
1: this episode. yeah he he's uh, he got a bit more beat up than I expected when I was looking at the thumbnail from uh, from the last episode.
0: Yeah. Well, we don't know if he's dead or not because the last scene we see is a shotgun being pointed at him. Yeah. Um, which I don't think he dies. Uh, if I had to guess, I don't think he dies.
1: I don't think he dies either. I, I think Juliet needs an ally in this.
0: If he dies, yeah, exactly. Where do you go from here? He, yeah. She needs she needs him for at least a, a while longer, if I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, we end the episode with Juliet finding what's in the vent,
1: which is George Wilkins' file. And Damn. again, man, but like that—the way this thing is just kind of like thrown all the way to the back of the vent, hanging yes, down by agreed. gravity, by agreed. a little piece of wire, yeah. hooked on something with like, a little paper clip it, oh holding it all together. Gosh, the nerves, man! What is man. up with this? I don't know. It, what if it got hooked on the edge,
0: <laughs> just like right on the edge, and it falls down? then you can't get
1: it. I know. if you accidentally bump? Oh, whoops! There it goes, gone forever. What's she gonna do? Climb down the vent? Fall? The yeah. 144 floors. How I don't know how far down that vent goes, but... Sheesh.
0: Well, if anybody would know, she would, right? Yeah, but that's true. Paper gets stuck to the wall, you know. Anyways, that ends episode four. Oh, and Martha seems to have made progress with the camera or whatever yes, device Yes, able is. to
1: turn it on. Yes.
0: That is the end of episode four and our instant reaction to it.
1: Final thoughts, Zach. I actually really liked this episode. I... I was thinking last night, like, would I put it above episode one? I don't think I'd put it above episode one, but it's it's up there for me. Definitely, I like this one more than the previous episode. I love the extra bit of backstory that we're getting on Juliet and what all occurred. It leaves me with more questions. Um, No, but overall, I think this one was great.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go one, four, two, three as my current ranking on episodes in terms of personal enjoyment. That's where I'd put them at this moment.
1: I I would completely agree with that lineup. Okay. Went
0: a little bit longer today because we did have a a large mailbag, which we would love to make a habit of. Uh, So, if you do want to write us in with any theories, who you think killed Mayor John's, who you think the guy in the cafeteria is, who's the guy who tried to kill, a lot of people trying to get killed, Marnt. Yeah. Any theories you got, contact at Soapbox.house is how you can reach us. It's in the show notes and descriptions. If you'd like to support our show and the production of it, we also put our support show link in our description as well. Linder, once again, thank you for being the first official supporter of our show. Uh, We appreciate you, and we are going to find a way that is intentional to shout you out and let let you know how appreciative we are. Zach, am I missing anything before I throw it to you here?
1: I don't think so.
0: Oh, 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 oh we oh, are
1: missing something. We are. Okay. What is it? Should we, should we make the
0: announcement on the next show we are covering? I feel like the silo audience
1: would is going to love the next show let's, that we're covering. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Should we do it now? Yeah, why not? Or should we, we leave we it for bring, the deep dive? We can bring it uh now, let's let's tease it on the at the
0: beginning of the deep dive. <sighs> I guess we can tease it. I mean, I was going to do it today, but if you want to tease it for next week, I guess we can. We'll, we'll tell you this, folks. We are going to be soft launching a new show for Wednesday releases weekly starting next week. Mm-hmm. This show premieres season two of this show premieres in the summer. and we think you all will enjoy it. So what we're gonna do is a season one recap. We're gonna do a mad dash to try to catch up. we've already watched season one. we thought it was terrific. Yeah, It's up your alley if you enjoy silo and we will not tell you what show it is, but we will reveal it on the next episode and we will let you know when you can catch it and hopefully hopefully you like it. Um, We look forward to covering it as Silo
1: ends at the end of June. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Silo by Story Archives, the number one podcast for Silo by Apple TV. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Google podcasts. You can visit our website at Soapbox.house where you find links to this show and others on the network. And finally, if you want to drop us an email, send us in your theories, ask questions, shoot us an email at contact at Soapbox.house.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.
1: I wanna go out.
0: You can go out, I'm gonna go to the beach.